0: Welcome to The Pragmatic Pagan. Here we explore an inclusive pagan path via science-based witchcraft, no deities included. With a focus on nature and energy, this spiritual practice is centered on lunar tides and seasonal cycles. Check the link tree in the bio for lots of great resources. Merry meet, all. This podcast is recorded on the homeland of the Duwamish people. And more broadly, the Coast Salish people, as well as many other indigenous tribes that make their home here in the Pacific Northwest of America, past, present, and future. As a spiritual being and steward of this land that I call home, I feel honored with the responsibility of caring for this piece of our planet. Please take a moment to join me in honoring the original stewards of the land on which you are residing and a moment of gratitude for the earth itself and the bounty it provides. Please join me in words that work for you. To the ancestors that hold this ground and for those spirits yet to come, may you fill me with guidance as I learn my place as a steward of this land and its creatures. In the gift of this role, I hold gratitude for all that surrounds me, for the water, which cleanses me, for the earth's fruit which nourishes me, for the air that breathes life, for the fire that warms as it burns, and for the divine cosmos within. I am a child of the universe at one with the trees and the stars. May the tides of the moon fill me with silver and the sunbeams tint me in gold. From light to dark, from birth to death, spring to winter, new moon to full, and back again. It is a beautiful world, one worth protecting. This I will, as within so without, as above, so below, as I am, so moat it be. The Pragmatic Pagan participates in Real Rent Duwamish as a way to compensate for the land that was stolen through violence and broken land treaties. I encourage you to look into and participate in Real Rent programs that support Indigenous communities in your area. I also encourage you to take an active stance in environmental issues, both at home and worldwide. Our planet needs its stewards now more than ever. It can be as simple as picking up trash in your neighborhood, using less water, and buying local goods. Check out the link tree in the bio for more great ways to connect with our planet and give back. You can feel it in the air, the soft, gentle breeze that has a cooler bite. The scents are changing as leaves transform before us. Light is shifting, summer sunsets giving way to autumn skies. Trees are releasing, letting go, and their colors bring fire to the horizon. Darkness is already edging in. Here is the season of the crone, a time before sleep, a place where the tides recede. This is the exhale, a time where the west and water rule the astral tides, washing over us, transforming us. We celebrate the equinox by embracing that balance, sitting on the edge of change. This is the second of three harvest festivals celebrated in the pagan wheel of the year. And while we are still focusing on gratitude, We are now adding an element of transformation as we prepare for a coming sacrifice. For some, the equinox triggers the next cycle of Persephone's trip into the Underworld. There are many myths regarding the seasons, each revolving around the four main astronomical occurrences. In Greek mythology, Persephone begins her descent into the Underworld where she will reside until spring. Many pagan traditions focus on Persephone's descent. As Demeter, her mother and guardian of the harvests, begins to mourn her presence, the fields begin to dwindle and die, only to be reborn in the spring with Persephone's return. Many witches celebrate the equinox, and Mabon, the harvest festival, as two separate celebrations, focusing more on the equilibrium event on the equinox, and treating Mabon as a season of celebration. As always, you do you. Whether you focus on one day, two days, or a full season, you will want to work a daily meditation that focuses not only on gratitude, but change. Change that you have already undergone, and that you know may be ahead of you. With time, there is always transformation, and this is the season to acknowledge that, especially transformation through loss. Symbols of this holiday, and items that might decorate your altar, include Autumn harvest bundles, apples, pumpkins, and squash galore, as well as acorns, pine corns, and other forest seeds. This is a great time to enjoy that pumpkin pie or hot apple cider, a time of feasts and friends, appreciating what you have because tomorrow it might be gone. A time of seeing the beginning of death in the world around us. Death is just a part of a cycle, and this is the season where we begin to see that on the horizon as the season of the sun sets and the time of the moon begins. There are many ways to celebrate the season, so grab that pen and paper for a few ideas. Focusing on Mabon, you could create a harvest wreath or a broom. You could go for a walk among falling leaves this season, collecting them and pressing them, dipping them in wax. These can also be used to decorate that wreath or broom. This may sound cliche, but spend time in a cemetery. Tune yourself into the energy of these spaces. They are unique, and if you are respectful and willing to listen, these energies hold many answers. Celebrate by hosting a feast with friends. Share moments of gratitude. You can write gratitude notes, a short note for three people in your life. Explain why you are thankful, what you are thankful for, and how they continue to bring light into your life. Another idea is to volunteer time, whether at a senior center or a homeless shelter, find ways to give back and to listen, help others prepare for the coming season. To celebrate the harvest, ancient rituals often included transforming the last sheaf of wheat into a symbolic item, such as a wreath or broom that I mentioned above. For high holy days, I like to use this time to create or bless a ritual item. So this may have I'm focusing on my witch's broom. You could also decorate a wreath or another woven item. No need to make your own broom or wreath from scratch. Instead, the focus is on decorating and personalizing. That being said, if you have the ability and resources to make a broom or wreath from scratch, that is always encouraged. You can decorate your item either for the season or for longer-term use, perhaps to hang over or sit next to your altar. Want to learn more about altars? Stay tuned for an upcoming episode. So, If you're making your broom or wreath, you're going to want a couple of items. Namely first, your broom or wreath, and then from there, select some ribbon. Only a few colors. Intent is important here. Consider how the different widths of ribbon and how they all work together. Start to pay attention to what colors mean to you. Pick two or three colors of ribbon that really work with your intent. For a maven wreath, maybe go with seasonal colors that feel best. If it's an all-purpose broom, then go with your favorite personal colors, the ones that work best for you. Since a broom is all about helping to cleanse the space, you might want to select colors that invoke that feeling. You might need a hot glue gun or sticks to attach all the bits and bobs, and if you want to be a little bit more environmental, think of ways that you can use twine or rope to attach things instead of glue. You'll want a small piece of paper for the incantation. Decorate and attach to the item. The incantation will be something you need to create. I know it sounds daunting, but think of it like a three-line poem that focuses on the topic of your item. If it's about cleansing the home, it will be a ditty about hearth and home. If it is a protection wreath, you might want to include words like safe and protected. Need help? Feel free to reach out on social media. Happy to offer suggestions. Your decorative bits and bobs. These can really be anything, but the more personal you make it, the more authentic to you, the more important the more it will have an impact. Consider including photos or mementos. From here, decorate away. Spend the time enjoying a warm beverage and focus on being present in the moment, enjoying creating even in the time when the world around you heads into the twilight phase. I have to take a moment here to acknowledge something that may make many people uncomfortable. For those American witches out there, you will see a strong resemblance between Maben and the typical Thanksgiving celebration. As a kid, Thanksgiving was filled with gratitude and family, a time to pause and everyone to really just be appreciative. Now, I'm older, and I understand that Thanksgiving shouldn't be celebrated, and it should be noted for what it was, a massacre and genocide of Native people. I find that holiday a bit harder to stomach now. So instead, I spend the day doing what I can to raise awareness or give back by finding ways to support local tribes and local work. Support nature initiatives, support your environment. It's important to know where we have come from and where we want to go as a society. We can't forget history because we can't afford to repeat it. Have a topic you want to learn more about or a request for a spell? Please let me know. Your suggestion may be featured in an upcoming podcast. You can find me on Instagram at The Pragmatic Pagan, on Twitter at Pagan Pragmatic, or on Facebook at A Pragmatic Pagan. If you follow me on Anchor Podcast, you can even send me an audio question that may be played. Check it out. Would love to hear from you.